one of the co-hosts of CNN This Morning, Donald Lemon. Now, uh, our old buddy, uh, Chris Licht, he used to stand right over there where, uh, where Tom first... Who is he? Uh, Chris Licht, he's the, he's the CEO oh, of right, CNN. Right. He's your boss now. Oh, he's not. <laughs> now he's got a really hard job, which, yeah. is, which is running CNN. The word on the street is that you guys aren't allowed to be liberal anymore. Is that, is that the case? I don't think we ever were liberal. What? Yes. Now, that's late-night comedy at its finest, don't you think? That's, uh... See, Don Lemon is uh, very comfortable lying. And Stephen Colbert plays along because he's a party apparatchik, and CBS pays him to be a party apparatchik. It's a remarkable time to be an American, at least if you're paying attention. It's probably a lot easier if you're very severely brain damaged. There's a lot of Democrat Party mental illness out there, as we know. I read the Pew Research study that found that a majority of young liberal women have been diagnosed with mental illnesses. A majority. Perfectly normal. And, uh, you know, I, I, let's, uh, just try the bar scene in Washington, D.C., and you'll find out lickety-split, if I may. Uh, <laughs> find out almost right away. Uh, pretty kooky stuff going on out there, I'll tell you. As, uh, you know, the propaganda apparatus of the Democrat Party, it is uh, boundless. And I never thought we were liberal, says the guy who gets uh, drunk and gooses men in bars and, and uh, you know, the, the New Year's Eve thing. And, and, oh, yeah, sure, and Chris licked. Chris licked, and Don smiled. What? I don't <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, once again, happy Tuesday to all of you. And, and I have... Uh, I have at least four hours of content and, and uh, only uh, now at this point two hours to, <laughs> to accommodate that. What uh, so many things to get to. Uh, there is a story today, Fox News. We, we played the stories for you, the audio portions of the stories for you of NBC News reporting on the Paul Pelosi attack and how the police body cam video uh, revealed that Paul Pelosi answered the door very casually, very late at night, and the police said, hey, what's up? And he's like, oh, not much, just hanging out. And then he uh, walked back, didn't rush into their, their uh, protective arms. He, uh, he walked back to where the creepy, nudist activists, former Green Party, you know, drug-abusing, live in a van with anti-capitalist bumper stickers, you know, a Democrat, uh, that uh, the media tried to paint as a, as a MAGA Republican. And, they, you know, they dropped those uh, turds all over the place, and then they just moved on. Uh, it wasn't true, but that doesn't matter. And then when questions uh, were raised and by this reporter at NBC, Miguel Almagar, um, they, uh, they suspended him. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency or tried to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer toward the assailant and away from police. It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources. Sources say uh, he might have had a mental state. And uh, a lot of people in California do. They've got a mental state. Well, uh, Fox News reports today that NBC News reporter Miguel Almagar, who um, reported that story, has not been seen since. <laughs> they might have put him in a barrel 
and dumped them uh, off of uh, the coast in San Francisco in the Pacific Ocean. Miguel Almagar remains absent from NBC since stunning Paul Pelosi attack report was mysteriously retracted because the Democrats own them. They own NBC. They make them dress up in SMBD outfits and make dinner for them. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. NBC News correspondent hasn't appeared on the air in nearly a month. Gosh, I guess uh, he screwed up. You know, nothing gets you in trouble like the truth. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. Also, the Gateway Pundit has a, an important story today. Biden's special counsel, you know, they uh, created a special counsel. Um, Biden's special counsel, uh, Smith, naturally his name is Smith, Smith's wife and mother-in-law are both connected to George Soros and uh, obviously have major conflicts of interest. But why would this be an issue? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Our laws mean nothing to these people. They use the laws against us because they know we're good people who will comply. But they don't live by their own set of rules. Turns out uh, TGP, uh, the Gateway Pundit, they reported last week the corrupt special counsel pick by Biden's corrupt attorney general Merrick Garland to attack President Trump is a corrupt attorney now living in Europe. And uh, we knew that, right? We learned that not only is Mr. Smith the special counsel picked by uh, John Smith, right? John Smith, so you can't find him in the, in the phone book. And he's been uh, prosecuting war crimes in, uh, at The Hague. And uh, it turns out that his family is up to their keisters. Can you say keister on the, on the thing? Uh, in uh, left-wing radical politics. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And uh, no, no problem, no conflict here. Corrupt prosecutor, conflicted. But Katie Chavini, the wife of uh, Jack Smith, uh, had conflicts that would prevent any prosecutor with integrity from participating in this criminal and unconstitutional operation as well. When I find out that Jack Smith's family, uh, his uh, family has conflicts that are much more egregious than we first knew, a series of truths Paul Sperry unloaded on many more conflicts that should prevent Jack Smith from looking into anything related to President Trump. Uh, it's uh, pretty amazing stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So you got the uh, you got the ties now. Um, Smith's sister-in-law is conflicted. She hates President Trump, naturally. She's a Democrat, and they all hate everybody, especially President Trump, though. But Sperry points out that Smith's wife uh, makes biased uh, uh, far-left films backed by corrupt George Soros. And Smith's uh, wife's mother, his mother-in-law, was George Soros' senior justice fellow at Open Society the radical left-wing destroy Western civilization organization that is funded by the corrupt billionaire who got uh, rich by uh, shorting currencies and bankrupting uh, countries. You know, it's okay. The open society. But uh, he's in good with the Democrats, so fear not. That's okay. And at NBC, you report on the, based on actual reporting from people that watched the body cam video, probably police, and they saw what happened, and they reported, and now the guy's been disappeared like, uh, you know, the, the Corleone family had a problem with him. Man, oh, man, this is, this is today's America. Isn't it amazing? And, and uh, Joe Biden, uh, we've got a bunch of stuff that goes with this, too, but 
Um, I'll hold off on that one. That's a good one. But the Free Beacon has a story as well. Google, since we're talking about China cracking down on social media and they're not allowing people to use uh, virtual personal networks, VPNs in China, uh, because they have to monitor you, monitor you at all times. And they uh, blocked the Telegram app because protesters were using it to share information about the protesters. Social media being censored all over the place. Videos being taken down. The protesters are holding up blank sheets of white paper uh, as a uh, an expression. It's kind of brilliant, really, that we're not allowed to protest. You know, we can't hold up a protest sign, so we're going to hold up blank signs. And it's uh, pretty cool. It's very, very Orwellian. Uh, in a big way. And here's a story from the Washington Free Beacon. Google gave the FBI location data for thousands of cell phones near the January 6th protests. Court records show, and the Washington Free Beacon has the goods on them. You remember when they had their uh, seeking information, they put up these posters, like wanted posters of people from January 6th. But then, you know, the guy uh, yelling about... Yeah, Ray Epps yelling about how we're going to go into the Capitol and all that. He was on their wanted poster. And then, for some reason, he was disappeared off of their wanted poster, even though there's video of him apparently inciting violence. Why would that be a thing? Mm -mm -mm. You know, George Orwell. There is a great George Orwell quote from 1984. Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. And the process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. George Orwell in 1984. Pretty amazing stuff. Uh, Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Very, very interesting. Every book has been rewritten. American history has been completely rewritten wasn't founded in 1776. It was founded in 1619. Complete rewriting of American history by the American left. And uh, critical race theory, complete rewriting of American history. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street building has been renamed. Uh, Lee Highway, where I go to one of my favorite diners, the Metro 29 Diner in uh, Virginia. Uh, It was on Lee Highway. Now it's on Langston Road because they renamed it because the Democrat, Robert E. Lee, is no longer in good standing with the Democrat Party. Nancy Pelosi took down all of the paintings in the Capitol, all Democrats of racists, all the paintings were taken down. The Democrats have been tearing down statues all over America. They, they put a pause on that because, you know, their people are in the White House now and in the Congress, so they stopped tearing everything down because the party told them to stop it. You know, they can flip on the violence in the streets like a light switch, and they can flip it off like a light switch. And they said, better stop tearing down all the statues. And, uh, you know, plus, and they're all Democrats, every statue. They started going after Abraham Lincoln, too, because in the end, they just destroy. They're the left. Pretty amazing stuff, I got to say. Yes, I do. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh, man. And, uh, and boy, I gotta, I gotta, I've got Al Sharpton for you today, too. Now, there is a member of the EU parliament. They have a parliament over there, the EU, the European Union. They all hate each other, uh, the Europeans. But they've got a, a parliament over there. And a member of the parliament posted a, um, they posted something, this woman, uh, Christine Anderson, member of the EU parliament. And I think she's pro-American. 
she posted, and pro-Western, pro-Enlightenment at least, she said on her Twitter, she hasn't been banned, this is how they're playing it now, question mark. U.S. government post-study on official website, which concludes that the adverse effects from mRNA injections, the vaccines, are due to stress caused by anti-vaxxers. What is this? Man, they really stop at nothing to cover up their gigantic lie, she said. And sure enough, it's quite amazing. The National Institutes of Health posted on their website. I didn't believe it. I went to their website to make sure it was true. And it's true. And here's what the Biden administration, what the U.S. government posted. They're talking about uh, people with heart issues, myocarditis, blood clots, who suspect it may be because of the vaccine that I got, for example, the Moderna vaccine, mRNA vaccines. And our government wrote on their own website, this biological me mechanism, the constriction of veins, arteries, and vessels under mental stress is the most likely cause for what uh, for for where there has been, and they're admitting now, blood clots, strokes, heart attacks, dizziness, fainting, blurred vision, loss of smell and taste that may have been experienced shortly after vaccine administration. The extreme mental stress of the patient could most likely be attributed to the fear-mongering and scare tactics used by various anti-vaccination groups. Now, wait a minute. This is the first time they've conceded, they've admitted that people are experiencing blood clots, strokes, heart attacks, dizziness, fainting, blurred vision, and they attribute loss of smell and taste after getting the vaccine, not the virus. They say it is most likely attributable, or it says attributed, but it should be attributable, to the fear-mongering and scare tactics used by various anti-vaccination groups. This is what they're claiming. This is your federal government. These are the National Institutes of Health saying under Joe Biden, saying that you're scared and that's why you have blood clots. And you're scared because anti-vaxxers have spread rumors about blood clots. So you got blood clots. See, that's what they're saying. And then they say they're the party of science. Where there are 120 genders and you can change genders by snapping your fingers. Aren't they amazing? That's the Biden administration, the Democrat Party, the left, the government. This is why people are rioting in China. China. Well, the holidays are upon us, aren't they? Achieve gift-giving greatness. When you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha steaks, mm -hmm. we were just talking about them earlier, the steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together a specially curated gift package to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. All you have to do is go to omahasteaks.com. You use the code PLANTY, P-L-A-N-T-E, at checkout, and you get $30 off your order because you hang with me. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites guaranteed to impress, like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignon. Mm, we had them last week. Air-chilled boneless chicken, extra juicy burgers, uh, and comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks, they're ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Just go to omahasteaks.com, use the promo code PLANT at checkout, visit Omaha Steaks, and use PLANT at checkout for an extra $30 off your order. A minimum order may be required. 
Yeah, this is your government. This is our government. This is truly amazing. National Institutes of Health, the National Library of Medicine. You're probably scared, and that's why you had a heart attack. That's why you had blood clots. You're dizzy because anti-vaxxers frightened you. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. The, uh, you know, have you know, we were talking about this after the show in the studio yesterday, how there are so many stories about child grooming and transgender and gender transition, and, and they all involve children. This was not the case just a few years ago. You know, you had RuPaul and uh, drag races and drag brunch, and the Democrats are really marketing the hell out of transgenderism and to children and everything else. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm marveling at this document from the National Library of Medicine at the National Institutes of Health. And this propaganda, and that's precisely what it is that they put out, which is the most anti-science quackery that I've seen even since the Wuhan Red Death came along. Have they been to the Chris Plant store at chrisplant.com for a Wuhan Red Death? They saying, and this is the first time I've seen them admit that there'd be blood clots, strokes, heart attacks, dizziness, fainting, blurred vision, loss of smell and taste. And they say that it's highly likely that many apparent side effects seen shortly after the subject has received a vaccine could be the result of restricted or congested blood flow from blood vessels or arterial constriction caused by emotional distress or placebo based on fear around vaccines because those horrible Republican anti-vaxxers raised questions after people started, you know, having heart attacks and blood clots. Al Roker had blood clots. Um, and um, it's, he must be hysterically. He was probably having a hissy fit. Fear because of Republicans. This is the Chris Plant Show. You know that the Biden family, uh, we learned in Hunter Biden's emails and from Tony Bobulinski, who has testified publicly, but the media, I think, buried him in a shallow grave in the desert outside of Las Vegas, Nevada, along with Tara Reid. They're in unmarked graves side by side, media graves. It's the media graveyard, where if you have something to say that's not beneficial to the Democrat Party, that uh, you're at least metaphorically slain by what used to be the world's best news media. But boy, they're a donkey show now, aren't they? Boy, oh boy. You remember Joe Biden? He loves communists. The communist Chinese for many years had a policy called the one child policy because, you know, I was describing yesterday how the Democrats have a uh, thing called the human extinction movement where they say you shouldn't have children and you should die soon. And then the planet uh, should eventually be without human beings because we're the problem and we should extinct ourselves deliberately. This is an actual movement by actual left-wingers, actual Democrats, right? 
the communists in China. They had, because uh, they got a lot of people over there, they're all slaves, and um, now they're protesting for freedom. But Joe Biden has nothing to say about it. Joe Biden did when the one-child policy was this, that they didn't want you to have two children because they wanted to reduce the size of their population. And Democrats are all about that here in the United States. They hate people. They love, you know, crustaceans, not even to eat. They want to live with them or something, you know. They should have been a pair of ragged claws scuttling across the floors of silent seas. Uh, but they hate people. Uh, they, they protest um, you know, against lobsters and lobster fishermen. That's one of the things they're doing now. But, uh, but they don't, you know, they want to reduce the human population because they hate people. And, um, and they raise children to hate people too and to eat bugs, to eat insects. That's another thing the Democrat Party is doing now as well. Uh, pretty, it's in the Washington Post today, kids eating insects because it's a good alternative to a nice juicy Omaha steak. It is not. It is not. Now, if you're a lefty, you want to eat bugs, you want to be a beetle muncher, you should be a beetle muncher if that's what you want. Um, but that said, Joe Biden, he loved the Chinese. They had a one-child policy. So if you're, let's say you're a married couple and one is a man and one is a woman, getting more and more unusual in Democrat Party circles, and uh, you, uh, the woman is impregnated in the usual way and then gives birth, you can have one child. You can have one child. And if you've got to have a second child, well, that's a problem. You're not allowed to have a second child. There are penalties if you have a second child. And in China, the uh, couples predominantly wanted boys that would grow up to be men because the Democrats haven't taken over there yet. And, uh, and if you had a girl, what would happen in China is when the child is born, they don't have a lot of you know, ultrasound and all that good stuff, good modern American medicine. They would drown the newborn baby. This was the most common. Maybe pull out a ball peen hammer or a meat cleaver or something. And, um, and you kill the girl because you don't want a girl, you want a boy. So millions and millions and millions of newborn girls were murdered by their own parents because of the Communist Party one-child policy. If you had a boy, then okay, you let it live. If you had a girl, well, honey, we'll just drown this one and try again. You know, like they're kittens. Not that you do that to kittens. If a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. Um, the infant would be delivered. Uh, the infant would be kept comfortable. Uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mother. So, so I think this was really blown out of proportion. That is now former Virginia Governor Ralph Northam, who is actually a medical doctor and a pediatrician. And uh, he was doing a radio interview in Washington, D.C. and said, you know, look, if the, you know, you're, this is not really what you wanted, you know, we'll have a little discussion on the side. And, you know, uh, whack-a-mole, whack-a-doodle-doo, we'll snuff this one out and uh, you can try again or not. Right. And Joe Biden said that he, uh, hey, like, you know, I get the one child policy. You got to, you know, drown some girls to make an omelet. Your policy has been one which I fully understand. I'm not second-guessing. Who is he? One child per family. Who is he to second-guess their policy, one child per family? And if you're going to, you know, use the ball-peen hammers made by slave labor in China uh, on the little baby girls because what you really wanted was a boy. And and then this went on for years and years to the point where uh, the country was full of young men with no young women. And it's like, hey— 
Now we're in trouble. Now what do we do? Guess we should have thought this through. I thought we were Chinese. I thought we were smart. What's up with this? But they didn't think it through. I probably spent more time with Xi Jinping, I'm told, than any world leader has because I, I had 24, 25 hours of private meetings with him when I was vice president, traveled 17,000 miles with him, and know him pretty well. That's right. In fact, that's, we've traced that. That's the origin of monkeypox. <laughs> you, see, but you see, I did mention yesterday uh, the national, oh, it's the World Health Organization has renamed monkeypox. Oh, we have, uh, we have a, a soundbite on that, too, don't we? They've renamed monkeypox um, because they said monkeypox has a stigma. They don't want to stigmatize monkeys just because, you know, somebody's having some weird sex with monkeys, probably dressed up, uh, you know, cross-dressing and SM, um, you know, sadomasochism, bondage discipline, uh, SMBD outfits like so many, so many Biden administration officials. But on CNN yesterday, they were talking about the World Health Organization renaming monkeypox. Now they call it M-pox. M-pox. Wasn't there, there was a Kevin Spacey movie called K-pax, right? K-pax? That must be a different venereal disease, a different sexually transmitted disease. And then he got in trouble for groping little boys, right? Lots of little boys. In, uh, was it Nantucket or Martha's Vineyard, groping little boys? And uh, this is all, this is like perfectly normal in Democrat Party circles. This is why you see Jeffrey Epstein was protected for all these years, right? Uh, because it's much more normal with them than we thought. I'm going to have to revisit this whole Pizzagate thing. <laughs> have to take a second look at that. Maybe there is a basement in that building after all. I don't know. Uh, but CNN, they're very excited that the World Health Organization, they love all these phony international organizations. Uh, nice job on, uh, on uh, Wuhan, guys, yeah, World Health Organization. Heck of a job there. And uh, CNN last night said, well, they've renamed monkeypox because monkeypox, the name, carries a stigma. So the WHO says it's M-pox. And there's an interesting reason for this, kind of a, a, a sad reason in many ways. Sad. There is a concern that monkeypox, that the word engendered stigma. I want to read to you a part of a letter that the New York City Department of Health wrote in support of getting rid of the word monkeypox. What the New York City Department of Health letter. said was, look, we're joining others expressing serious concern about using the word monkeypox, given the stigma it may engender and the painful and racist history within which terminology like this is rooted for communities of color. For communities of color. That's why they renamed monkeypox M-pox, right? Because Democrats are such racists. You know, the Confederacy and Jefferson Davis, Confederate States of America, slavery, plantations, Nathan Bedford Forrest, the White Knights of the Ku Klux Klan, Jim Crow, you know, the Democrat Party, Nancy Pelosi, Steny Hoyer, uh, Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton. You got a whole lot of them. Just another note that monkeys have nothing to do with this virus. It's really a misnomer. So it's now M-pox. Yeah, it definitely makes sense to change the name. Yeah. Monkeys have nothing to do with it. Yeah, we wouldn't want to stigmatize monkeys for spreading a disease around the world that's a sexually transmitted uh, venereal disease that you find being spread at raves in Europe. Um, and uh, boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy, this is uh, pretty amazing stuff. Elon Musk has a uh, Twitter account. He tweeted yesterday correctly about his battle over free speech. He tweeted, 
and which the Democrats are against. And they want to crush him in the Washington Post today, attacking him, an agent of chaos. And they say, Mr. Musk is harming free expression on Twitter, not protecting it. They're lying, of course, because they're the Washington Post. And Elon Musk tweeted, this is a battle for the future of civilization. If free speech is lost, even in America, tyranny is all that lies ahead. Elon Musk is right. And I've got to say, um, isn't it crazy that America, the American project, may be saved by an African immigrant? Which he is. If he was from Egypt, he'd be an, uh, he's a South African, and he's an immigrant to the United States, and he understands the United States of America, the importance and uh, value of the United States of America and of our Bill of Rights much better than Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or any of them, obviously. And he's trying to save us from ourselves. Isn't that amazing? Speaking of which, you know that singing lunatic who was going to be the disinformation czar? Remember this? The disinformation governance board, they called it the DGB, had a ring very much like the KGB. And this mentally ill woman... Nina Jankowitz, perfectly mainstream, typical Democrat woman, uh, the majority of whom have been diagnosed with mental illness, according to Pew Research. The news media is the number one threat to our democracy, according to the New York Times. And their scientific survey with uh, Siena College. Uh, and... Um, Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So, disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. They are mental cases. They're all mental cases, and they're running the country into the side of a mountain. White House former disinformation czar Nina Jankowitz registers as foreign agent. You know, the, uh, this is what Hunter Biden failed to do in violation of federal law repeatedly. But it's okay. His dad's the president, and we live in a third-world country because the left is in charge. So she has now registered as a foreign agent for a foreign government. Which one, you think? Cuba? Venezuela? Maybe Vietnam? Iran? Putin's Russia? No, amazingly, it's the United Kingdom, the U.K., I was surprised when I saw that. I assumed it would be, you know, the usual lists of uh, countries that Democrats love. Aren't they amazing? And uh, speaking of gender-fluid lunatics, there are so many of them in the Biden administration. Controversial Energy Department official charged with stealing woman's luggage. What? She stole a woman's luggage at an airport? Yeah, at uh, uh, MSP. Yeah, the MIT grad. I love uh, everybody uses the, it's the Alpha News. They use code. They uh, stole a woman's luggage at MSP, like the whole world knows what MSP is. And she went to MIT. Um, wait, is it a woman or is it a man? Anybody's guess. Uh, controversial energy uh, official charged with stealing woman's luggage. We should play Dead Kennedys Stealing People's Mail. Great song. You know, not played nearly enough. Sam Brinton, apparently a man, the first openly gender-fluid individual, one of the first uh, openly 
gender-fluid individuals in the federal government leadership was charged with felony theft after stealing a woman's luggage at MSP Airport. The MIT grad went viral earlier this year when he announced his role as Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Office of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition. Sounds like the perfect slot uh, for uh, this person to fill. At the U.S. Department of Energy, it's nuclear waste. And um, very proudly said, as one of, if not the very first openly, gender-fluid individuals in federal government leadership, I was welcomed with opened arms into the Department of Energy all the way up to the secretary, whom I shared the stage with. You should say with whom I shared the stage, uh, but you went to MIT, not me. In a Pride Month celebration uh, just today, Brinton wrote on Twitter at the time. Now, uh, Brinton um, is uh, a career employee, and this is uh, pretty amazing. And uh, here are pictures of Brinton dressed in kind of drag S&M with uh, three apparent men kneeling with uh, bondage and disciplined vests and doggy heads on, and they're being disciplined and uh, whipped and beaten and made to write bad checks and the usual old-fashioned stuff. And, um, and uh, boy, you know, everybody, uh, you know, every now and then you just got to steal something from the airport, right? Because you, you just probably saw, I don't know, how the woman was dressed and said, I want whatever's in her luggage. Pretty amazing stuff. But that's okay. Brinton removed the luggage tag from the bag, placed it on into a handbag he was carrying, and then left the area at a quick pace. Arrived at the uh, airport security American Airlines flight from Washington, D.C., but did not check a bag, meaning he had no reason to visit baggage claim. Isn't that amazing? Hey. Little dead Kennedys. Man, oh, man, isn't that amazing? Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Um, checked into the hotel with the bag, uh, took an Uber, quite clearly and deliberately stole the bag, no accident, had no luggage, went to luggage, uh, you know, the carousel, took the uh, real person's tag off the bag, stole the luggage, uh, and, you know, that's okay because Democrats are going to do these sorts of things. And because he is gender-confused, you're not allowed to say anything about it, bigot. When's the last time we played the Dead Kennedys on the show? It's probably probably been a little while, stealing people's wives. Last time, I think, was Holiday in Cambodia. Probably there, too. But I saw them in San Francisco many years ago, the Dead Kennedys play, at the Democrat convention, as a matter of fact. Well, outside. They weren't inside the hall. Right about now, seasonal excitement or dread is probably starting to settle in, especially if you're a small business owner. But it's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control with Stamps.com. Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. Get access to U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping. You know, all that you need to run your business right from your computer, from home, from your office. No lines, no traffic, no parking. No hassles. And if you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule a package pickup through your stamps.com dashboard. 
This holiday season, trade late nights for silent nights and get started with Stamps.com today. Here's what you do. Sign up with the promo code PLANTY. That's me, P-L-A-N-T-E, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale with no long-term commitments or contracts. You just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone, microphone at the top of the homepage, like radio, and enter the code PLANT. You can thank me later. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah, little news from Democrats today. This party is, uh, there are a lot of people who are not well. Not well at all. And remember, it's M-pox now, not monkeypox, you're racist. That's a man. That's not a non-binary person. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Uh, President Trump, well, gosh, let, uh, we've got very little time, don't we? Let's go to Harlow calling from Kansas City. I'm sorry I've left you a little time, but uh, I think your point is a clear point. Hey, Harlow. Hi. Um, uh, one point and then a, a second, if I may, quickly. But uh, this I was unaware of this NIH study, and, and it's absolutely shameless. Um, I, I, well, I even call it a study, uh, their, their position. But um, my thought when you said it was, I'm wondering if this isn't opening the door to a bunch of lawsuits against those who had the audacity to question um, the, the risks of vaccination uh, just as a, as a tool to, to silence critics like they use the judicial system to do all the time. You know, I thought about the possibility of lawsuits and with, uh, you know, what what do we have, like 120 million lawyers in the United States. I'm going to guess that there will be lawsuits based on the NIH statement, which is the most insane anti I'm going to bet that they retract this and maybe suspend somebody like NBC News. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 